Welcome, welcome everyone to ICIC. My name is Maria Fernanda and yes, I am an illegal alien, AKA undocumented individual here in the United States. And for most of you that don't know, uh, yes, I'm finally starting my immigration process after 35 years of residing here in the United States. Oh, and it can be a bit overwhelming. And this is why I created this platform for everyone that is in my shoes or know someone that's in my shoes. So hopefully guys, I created this safe place and safe platform for all of us to enjoy. Today is a very, very special day, not only because it's tax day is coming up and yes, today the taxes are due and not just for those individuals that are documented, but for those that are like me. That's right, illegal, AKA undocumented. So because today is tax day, and I think that it's very important for us, us individuals to know that we do have rights as an undocumented individual. And yes, we should always file our taxes under uh, a TIN, which is a TIN number. I don't know too much about that only because this year will be the first year that I ever in my whole entire life file for taxes. And we're gonna talk a little bit about the reason why I thought this was important because I got myself in a little bit of a pickle. Yes, guys, I got a little bit in trouble with the IRS for being uninformed or misinformed, whatever. Either way, I was not informed up to date. And I feel that all of you should not be in the same situation I am. So if I can avoid at least one person from going through what I'm going through, my job here is done. So with all of that being said, today is a very, very special guest. As all of you may know, I have been pumping up this day only because we have an amazing, brilliant young lady here to be our guest today. And yes, she has a lot of information that I think will be useful for all of us. Today's guest, she is a U.S. citizen born and raised in the L.A. County here in Cali. Woo! She, is also, she also speaks Spanish, uh, even though she is an American, a.k.a. Caucasian. Am I allowed to say that? I hope so. <laughs> um, but, you know, also she speaks Spanish and a little bit of Japanese. Is that, is that correct? Hi. Ah. <laughs> all right. For all of you guys that are wondering who I'm speaking with, we have the amazing Christina Renee. Everybody give her a round of applause. Thank you. Thank now, you for having me. Of course. I don't know. I'm a little nervous today. Um, now, I did mention you speak a little bit of Japanese and you did kind of said a word, right? I said yes, which is hi. Hi. All right. <laughs> now, talking about Japanese, um, I know that um, it holds a very uh, place near your heart, right? Is, am I correct? That's correct. Okay. And do you want to share why? Sure. Uh, my daughter's participating in the JET program, which is the Japanese education training program. So she's teaching English um, in another country, in a small country town in Hiroshima. So she's uh, been doing that since September. And she it took her about two years to get out there because of COVID. Wow. And I know that's a little bit of a... Uh, kind of bittersweet you're kind of proud of your daughter making all these great achievements and kudos to you young lady we don't want to put her name out there too much but um, also it must be a little bit hard as well because I know she's your best friend as well correct definitely are all our daughters right my <laughs> daughter is definitely my best friend she's a cutie patootie <laughs> all right 
So talking about your daughter, how long is she going to be in Japan? She's uh, contracted to be there for two years. Oh, wow. So uh, that was what she decided to do instead of going to the Peace Corps, AmeriCorps, after she earned her bachelor degree. Um, she wanted to definitely do something out of country, but um, due to COVID, she wanted to kind of dial it in and be in charge of her destiny. So that's why she participated in the JET program. Well, I was going to say, what triggered her to become like, to actually decide, okay, I'm going to go to Japan and teach English? Well, she wants to be a teacher in the long run. So this is a great opportunity. A lot of students right out of college may not have um, the same opportunities as we did growing up where we could just get a job very easily. It's a lot of competition. So I believe that having um, this foreign experience is going to really elevate her resume when she comes back. Not only that, but it's helping a lot of individuals out there that are really like... She's the first American in uh, the countryside since the last 15 years. So she's representing her country and her family. Woo! <laughs> yeah, my yes, goodness. Very proud. Well, um, not only one child is amazing, but there is another child. You do have a son. I do. And we're going to leave his name anonymous, but um, I am very, very proud of him. He is an amazing, amazing young man. Um, I believe that he is going to school for engineering. Correct, for electrical engineering. Wow. And I know that's very hard uh, to focus and do because your your son inspired my kid to go after that same dream. That's so. awesome. There's so, a lot of opportunity there. So, yeah. Now he's going to a good school. Yes, he's a, at a Cal State school. Wow. Wow. So you are just an achiever and you have achievers as kids as well. We try. Wow. I'm sorry. I keep saying wow because I'm just amazed by you. You're just such an achiever. And you know, I've known you for a long time and I've always thought you've, you're you definitely an amazing person. And Thank I always you. looked up to you. you Thank know? you. Same here. Woo! Okay, so we talked about uh, a little bit, just a little bit about your background. We talked a lot about your children. Yes. But I'm really, really curious for you to... Uh, to uh, actually I really would like for you to share your credentials and just tell us a little bit about your background and your story well the majority of my background is I hold an MBA in accounting and I'm certified in the state of California to as a tax preparer I'm also studying or sitting for the CPA exam I've passed three out of four exams yes very hard and (laughs) I am due to retake the last exam in May. So hopefully I will become a CPA in the next uh, couple months here. Okay, so you got three out of four tests. And with the fourth, you're able to be a a certified public accountant. And that opens many doors and opportunities for you, even though you have a great position now. And we won't get into that, but I I think that you have one of the coolest jobs ever. Yes. Right. So I'll be freelancing taxes as a CPA. While still uh, holding your full time, the the world is my oyster. Oh, that's what I always <laughs> say. <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. So you have a, an extensive, long uh, education background. Yes. Yes. So this is why I was excited for you to be on today's show because I think that you're going to be. Uh, uh, very beneficial to all of us. And I hope so. Well, you are. You already are. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you already are. All right. Now, um, I just, I just pretty much want to go over like the basic 
fundamentals about filing your taxes. Sure. Um, especially being an, uh, an undocumented individual. We, at least me personally, I thought, hey, I don't need to file my taxes. I don't even have a valid social security, so what's the point? Um, and now that I am trying to go through this process, everything that I've done wrong in the past is biting me on the behind now. And yes. one of the things was not paying my taxes. Mm -hmm. So now I, I neglected to respond to the IRS in time, and now they're garnishing my wages through my job. Yes, up to usually 25% of your paycheck. Ouch, yes, yes. Uh, trust me, I know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so uh, to avoid from anybody else going through that my, themselves, I kind of wanted for you to be on here and just kind of share uh, what ways that a person can avoid uh, going through this. Well, definitely you want to be upfront with the IRS. The IRS isn't uh, linked up to Homeland Security or anything like that. Uh, they have a section uh, 6103, I believe, in their code, in the Internal Revenue Code, that that is supposed to maintain your confidentiality, unless obviously, you know, you're uh, like a, a criminal, like a serial killer or something like that. Okay. Or, so um, other than that, their only goal is to collect revenues, and they really encourage everybody to file and then as far as going through your documentation process, the biggest, I could say, counter argument of those that are against those that are undocumented is that you're not paying your fair share of taxes. So that is one of the reasons why you start establishing, create like good faith um, efforts to file your taxes. You, you uh, apply for the ITIN, which is the individual tax ID number. And you, from that point, is when you start filing using that number with those earnings. And moving forward, you can establish uh, the foundation and then move from there. So as you're going through your process and being documented, you're saying, look, I am a productive citizen. I'm paying my, my share of taxes. I'm just like every other normal person. Mm, that's what we want to be. And that's actually my goal, just to be normal and do amazing things. And wow, you couldn't put that better. So I do have a couple of questions for you. May not have the answers. If not, then, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, we'll do our research and, and kind of put it down below uh, any links that might be helpful. Sure. Um, but, you know, one thing I always wonder is, can uh, can a person... Uh, who's undocumented and has an I-10 number filed t uh, t uh, taxes jointly with their uh, citizen husband or wife? Yes, um, you can file that way, but once you file that way, it's, it's consistent. So you want to just maintain that consistency. Um, you may not necessarily have the same uh, credits or benefits as someone that is a U.S. citizen, but you are establishing your audit trail, your paperwork, your identity. Wonderful. So you want to start doing that ASAP. As soon as you have the information, you feel comfortable that you're just there to pay your taxes. That's really what the IRS really cares about. They don't really care about um, what your situation is. 
They just want their money. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, for the first time in my life, I'm kind of happy to hear that all they want is their money and not focus on anything else. And I think it's important for everybody in my situation to understand that immigration will not be notified if you file your taxes. If anything, uh, the long-term effect to that is positive and good because at the end of the day, when you start doing your, t- your paperwork, you're going to look like an outstanding undocumented citizen. Exactly. And that's what you want to do. And that's what Miss Chrissy is saying. Um, I definitely don't want anybody to go through what I've been through because it definitely it doesn't feel good at the end of the day. And my reason for not doing it was because I felt, hey, I'm illegal. I don't have a social. I don't want to get in trouble. I'd rather just not pay. And I'm paying for that now, which is not only what I owe, but penalties along with that. So now I'm paying like double money that I shouldn't even have to have if I would have done things the right way. To be fair, this uh, the I-10 is relatively new. I believe it's within the last like um, maybe decade, five, oh. ten years. So, um, unless you do your own research, you really wouldn't know. It's true. It's not like um, it's announced. You can work with that, or you can file with that number, and uh, you're not supposed. Again, section six one zero three. That write that section down of the Internal Revenue Code. That's the that's the um, authoritative literature that supports the confidentiality between um, the person paying the taxes, documented or non-documented, and all the other governmental organizations. Wow. Okay. So now um, I'm doing my taxes and filing for the first time under an I-10. Mm-hmm. And what was asked of me was a birth certificate and a uh, identification card directly from my like a governing government issue identification card from my country which i finally got Mm -hmm. in a passport if you have one sure so um just is is there anything else that they would need um i think that for each country it's going to be a little bit different because we do have different tax treaties with each country oh wow so you might want to that's one of those things that i would probably consult with the the lawyer okay and there are some um nonprofit organizations out there that are helpful uh, is it DACA? Yeah, you know what what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna put some links okay. down below at the end of the show so that way anybody that'd be interested in any of these things we're covering today i'll definitely leave it down below and so you can easily just click on those links and get informed but um i, I like i said I'm, I'm so so excited for you to be here because you are filling me in with so many uh, informative things here that i need to know um now I'm a little confused because I have some people telling me, hey, you know what, um, whatever social security you used, uh, if if any, while you were illegal uh, and you get an actual real social security once your paperwork is done, um, that anything that you have accumulated uh, in the social security or whatever federal tax, whatever they take out on your check stuff that actually can roll over to your new social security once you're legit. I'm not 100% on that. My understanding would be that it's two separate cases and it might be um, handled separately. So that's one of those questions that we probably have to research and get the answer. We might have to even call the IRS and ask them what the logistics are of, of the rolling over the earnings. My take is that it's separate. You're mm-hmm. gonna have, if you use a certain number, 
That's signed and separate from your current item number. Ah, uh, okay. I feel like that's you starting from scratch, but I could be wrong. Okay, all right. Uh, the only reason why I said that is because my mom, uh, when she got her papers fixed, when she was doing it, her attorney said, okay, give me any proof of the money that you have worked, you know, anything, mm. any proof. And she didn't because she always got paid cash. And that's when she was informed this. But this is like many, many, many years mm. ago. So the, I, I guess I, what I'll do is I'll ask my attorney and see if that's, uh, yay or nay and then I'll also do a, a just an episode on that um, so my question to you should the undocumented do their taxes absolutely yes <laughs> file 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 okay and um, well I think I, I think oh okay let's say that some some individuals that are in my uh, situation don't get their documents in enough time uh, for the deadline. Let's say they need a passport, some kind of ID, and they're waiting for the government since they're like backed up anyways. Like for me to get my actual passport is going to take me six months. I only have a proof of it. Mm-hmm. For those that are not able to file taxes because of some document that's pending or whatever reason, could we file an extension? Um, do you have a number at, at that point? You don't have the... So you'll have to, if you file an extension, you have to file it with the number that you're going to file with. Mm. So it just might be late. And what, could they get a, like a big penalized? I believe the penalty for not filing, it's a certain percent. I want to say it's like 5% per month okay. of any tax owed. Now, if you do a refund, <laughs> imagine that, um, you would just have that filing fee or failure to file is what it's called and possible interest um, deducted from your your uh, refund or tacked on to what you owe. Wow. I mean, it's, but that's why I encourage you to start the process. Like if you didn't start it uh, yesterday or last year, don't worry about that. Look forward because that's saving you every single day moving forward. That's right. going to benefit you. Right. And I learned that because I did get a lot of fees of late fees penalties that I could have easily avoid if I would have just done things the right way. So you're absolutely right. I do recommend that possibly you call the IRS and you could try and do an offer and compromise. Even if they are garnishing your check, you can always try and reach out to them. Be proactive. The IRS loves it when you're proactive and you when you call them you will wait like one or two hours so be you know uh, warned but um, it's worth it a lot of times you'll get a real person that might actually be empathetic to your situation and they may work with you and um, settle on because they have the ability to settle if it's under I think it's 25,000 I'm not 100% on that as well I, I, you might be right now. I I tried to call them afterwards when they already started garnishing, mm-hmm. but the lady was so helpful and she was so thankful mm-hmm. that I had called in. Uh, but she said to me, you know what? You waited too long. You were not. But maybe it's a case by case. Maybe it's my first time. They mm-hmm. waited so long since 2011 to get me, and they finally got me. Right. They're not gonna let me go now, yeah. you know. So they got me right by my balls pretty much so (laughs) so chrissy uh thank you so much uh this was quick and easy and painless right yeah just like filing your taxes tomorrow (laughs) april 18th 2022 today today today. today. (laughs) yeah that's awesome chrissy you're amazing woman and i think what you've done to is it helps a lot of people and i can't thank you enough well i think what you're doing is helpful to a lot of people out there and i can't thank you enough 
I think what you're doing is very admirable. Well, I appreciate that. I need to hear that sometimes because, you know, I do get a, a little uh, weak at times. But guys, thank you so much for listening all the way through the end. As you already know, I do have a YouTube channel that I'll be linking the link down below. I'll be putting the link down below as well as a um uh, uh group ch uh chat that we can definitely feel safe so guys thank you so much again we love you uh chrissy thank you so much you. and have a beautiful beautiful day thank you thank you Woo!